0: Welcome to DST Radio, where we feature best in class, insight and opinion from thought leaders and practitioners in the healthcare industry to help you stay informed, to make the best decisions. DST Radio, I'm Greg Hersholt, we're dealing with all kinds of interesting topics here today and with me right now is Marilyn Slepka, who serves as the Director of Care Management Strategy for DST Health Solutions. And in this role, she's responsible for helping set the strategic direction for the care management integrated solution. It's a busy time in this industry, isn't it?
1: It certainly is.
0: I want to ask you about a couple of things here. In the past few years, there has been a lot of focus placed on reducing hospital readmissions. What's driving this?
1: Well, it's estimated that at least one out of every ten readmissions is preventable and the cost of readmissions for medicare alone is over twelve billion dollars a year
0: twelve billion dollars that's amazing
1: that is amazing Um, and preventing avoidable readmissions is actually considered one of the most important opportunities for reducing waste who's taking
0: action to address this issue
1: well the centers for medicare and medicaid um, services also known as cms Overseas medicare hospitalizations and they're actually doing a lot to address readmissions um, cms is offering 500 million dollars in grant money through 2015 to help hospitals create programs that will help them reduce their readmission rates for health plans that serve medicare advantage members cms is providing revenue bonus payments for health plans that are keeping their readmission rates low. So health plans can use these rebates to provide additional benefits to their members, and that gives them an advantage over their competitors, which can translate into increased revenue for the health plans. CMS is also penalizing hospitals with high readmission rates because reducing their payment by reducing their payment for readmissions. So hospitals that fail to reduce their readmission rates could stand to lose hundreds of thousands of dollars in revenue.
0: Is there any evidence in yet on this new approach, whether it's it's actually reducing readmission rates?
1: It actually is already reducing readmission rates. In 2013, Medicare readmission rates were decreased by 150,000. And industry experts say that cutting reimbursement for preventable readmissions is only the beginning. They predict that the same methods could be applied to other health care services.
0: So much is changing so quickly in this industry. I'm wondering if what you're talking about here is becoming the new model.
1: It is a new model. Um, And there's widespread agreement that the U.S. health system has historically been volume-driven. That means that we're paying a disproportionate share of our healthcare dollars on illness rather than on keeping people healthy. But this new model requires a mindset shift, and so we need to shift toward developing value, a value-driven model. Uh, We want to move away from treating episodes of illness um, towards promoting continuous wellness. In a value-driven model, readmission rates will fall naturally because the focus is on keeping the person well. This is especially important with people who have chronic diseases. The focus needs to shift towards working collaboratively throughout the healthcare continuum. Um, This means coordinating care between all of the settings, from the acute care through outpatient through specialty care. And we're actually going to look back at this period as a pivotal moment when we start to treat the person as a person and not as an illness.
0: Change can be challenging oftentimes, and I, I'm wondering why healthcare providers would change the way they've been doing things for so many decades. I mean, what's in it for them?
1: Well, that's a good question. And right now, we're seeing a shift in the industry where healthcare providers are being financially. Receiving incentives to improve their quality of care and the healthcare outcomes. So they're actually looking at the outcomes of the services that they provide. And this means coordinating the care, collaborating across the continuum. When care is patient cent- centered and communication and coordination is improved, this naturally reduces the need for hospital care many health plans are forming partnerships with hospitals and post-acute entities which helps streamline the transition of care between settings and this is a proven strategy to reduce readmissions
0: we're talking with marilyn slepka who's the director of care management strategy for dst health solutions and this is dst radio coming to you from seattle it seems marilyn as if health plans are being asked to do more with less these days are there tools to help them make the most of their limited resources?
1: There are, Greg. There are soft, software help health plans identify members who are at the greatest risk for readmission. And these are the predictive modeling tools and they actually mine the data to be able to identify and stratify which of the members are most likely to need readmission so that they can focus their attention on the highest risk. The number of health plans that are using predictive modeling tools is actually on the rise. It's now 68% of health plans report that they are using predictive modeling tools as a way to focus their attention. A predictive modeling tool, the important part of a predictive modeling tool is that it provides actionable intelligence. So it helps a care manager focus on who needs to have a discharge plan.
0: Now you mentioned the role of the care manager. In a value-driven model, does the role of the care manager become more important or less important?
1: Um, There's a 2013 survey of health plans in hospitals that found that the reliance on care managers is actually expanding. That care managers have been proven to be able to reduce readmissions. Care managers are in a position to coordinate the discharge planning between the hospitals and the nursing homes and the home health agencies. They work with the acute care nurses to reconcile their medication list before the patients go home, to ensure that the member has a follow-up f- uh, appointment with their physician. Um, the care managers are really the first line of defense during those first few critical days before they actually get a chance to see their physicians. So hospital discharge planning has been studied for many years now. and many of the techniques that are being used have been vetted for many years and are also available in the public domain
0: can you give us a couple of examples of of ready-made tools available in the public domain
1: Uh, i'll give you a couple of good examples project boost is a great example Um, it's actually co-chaired by dr eric coleman who is um, noted in the industry as as knowing a lot about transitions of care. Um, it also has representation from the CDC, from the Joint Commissions, from the Agency for Healthcare Research and Quality. What Project Boost does is it provides tools that will help improve the discharge process for health plans and for hospitals. And these techniques are actually based on evidence-based medicines. So they have a care Transitions Implementation Guide that you can use that will suggest eight essential elements for improving the discharge process. Another example is Project RED. And Project RED provides ready-made and tested discharge assessments and scripts. Uh, Boston University Medical Center has developed and tested these strategies for the last five years. And the results have been very promising. The techniques have shown to reduce at least one readmission or ER visit for every 7.3 events. So if you're more interested in either one of these you can just Google Project Red or Project Boost and you'll find all of the tools that you need in order to help smooth out discharge planning and transitions of care.
0: It sounds like this heightened focus on reducing hospital readmissions is making a difference. What are the key strategies for success?
1: Well, the most important part is to change our mindset, to move from, if, from volume, providing a lot of services, to value and the quality of the outcomes. This may, be, may involve providing incentives to your healthcare providers to create a focus on wellness and quality outcomes. Our approaches need to be person-centric rather than illness or sickness-centric. And we need to be able to collaborate throughout the continuum of care to share in a sense of shared accountability as we transition our members between care settings. When all of these forces are brought together, the readmission rates will go down and the quality of care goes up.
0: And everybody wins. That's right. Marilyn, thank you for your time today. Interesting conversation. Marilyn Slepka is the director of care management strategy for DST Health Health Solutions. And in this role, she is responsible for helping set the strategic direction for the care management integrated solution. You're listening to DST Radio. Thank you for listening to DST Radio. For more information or questions, contact DST Health Solutions at 800-272-4799 or email us at marketing at dsthealthsolutions.com.